and welcome to the Energy Report on the New Story Podcast with me, your host, your content provider, your spiritual guide of sorts, uh, Rebecca Conran. Here we are looking at May the 27th to June the 2nd, full on middle of the year already. And um, this week, the weekly theme that I've picked is I acknowledge the good that permeates my life. And when I pull, I pull cards, basically, I pull from a lot of different decks and um, like oracle cards and goddess cards and any type of card, really. (laughs) I have a lot of decks over here. And I, I like to pull to get ideas, you know, of what spirit wants me to share so that it is not just about uh, what I think, or or even if I have an intuition about something, it helps me to confirm that this is something that should be shared. So this week, what kept coming up, and really it's coming up in each of the um, the weekly tarot and the ritual, is really about gratitude. It looks like this week we re- we really all need a good, healthy dose of gratitude. Um. How do you acknowledge what you're grateful for each day? There's a practice uh, that I learned from Louise Hay in her book, You Can Heal Your Life, uh, which is really a staple. If you don't have it already, you should have it. This is an, an amazing book about rewriting beliefs and thought patterning. And it's just always a good book. You know, I read it about 10 years ago, and then I'd like to reread it. And you've heard me mention it before. But what I like to do before I've even gotten out of bed, before I've even opened my eyes, I just acknowledge the good in my life. I acknowledge my gratitude for my home and my sleep and the bed that I'm laying in. I acknowledge the good that's going to permeate my day ahead of me. Um, I like to connect in with that. Whatever it is I'm worried about, I really try to push those fears out of my head and instead surround myself with gratitude with how uh, my relationships are harmonious. My connection with myself is harmonious. And I really just focus on those elements, those, those gratitudes. The simple act of gratitude, it's not simple at all. You know, we think it's simple. It definitely is presented in a really simplistic way. I think through spirituality, it's very difficult to do it in earnest Because it's not just something where you can go, I'm grateful for this. You have to really feel it as a knowing in your body. So when I'm laying in my bed on the morning, I'm not just repeating the words, I'm grateful for my bed. I'm really marinating in it. I'm like, wow, I am really grateful for my bed. I've had a really good night's sleep. I'm really comfy, cozy, and I'm so thankful for that. There's many things we have in our lives that we can feel thankful for. Lots and lots of little practical things we can feel thankful for. So finding anything to focus that intention on is really powerful. And it has innumerable positive results for us on every level, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It also helps us to, again, relinquish those fear systems and focus on abundance, which is a great way to manifest more good in our lives. The weekly tarot this week is the Three of Cups. 
The Three of Cups is sometimes seen as a card of celebration and socializing, and perhaps this is a good week for you to connect with your community, to connect with those people who support and uplift you. If you found that you've been a little bit isolationist lately, maybe that's just what the doctor ordered for you, is to get out there and spend some time with people or call a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while that always brings you joy. Three is the number of creative expression and the divine child. So you may also need to connect with what brings a smile to your face this week. You know, it might be art, dancing, laughing, playing with kids, being a big kid yourself. You know, cups represent emotions and there's no better way to nurture our emotions than choosing to tune into our joy and our happiness. It may seem like that is not a choice. You know, how can I feel joyful or happy Uh, when there's all this crazy stuff going on in my life. I often think about Louise Hay in this way too, because, you know, a lot of times people say, ah, well, positive thinking, that's, uh, that's, uh, a, uh, it's a, it's a way to bypass your situation. And I think the way that we don't bypass with positive thinking is through balance. So Louise Hay was someone who, as a five-year-old was raped. I mean, that's, what an incredible thing to go through, right? An incredible trauma. And still, she felt that the main focus for her was on cultivating joy and happiness. And you might think when something so terrible has happened to you, well, how could you ever feel joy and happiness? But it's a choice. It's not that we are bypassing those traumas and the patterns that are created through these traumas. Um, It's that that side of us that's wounded It doesn't need for us to agree with the suffering. It needs us to really nourish it and nurture it like it's a little child. So if you had a child next to you who'd gone through something very difficult, well, how would you encourage them? You'd love them up, wouldn't you? You'd cuddle them. You'd try to make them feel as safe as possible. You probably wouldn't just rehash the trauma that they'd been through over and over and over again. You'd find ways to help them see that they're safe in their experience, even though bad things happen. So that's really what this card is bringing up for me this week. You know, um, choosing joy for yourself, choosing nurturance, choosing to be that good mom and dad to you. And, you know, what brings you joy? When do you feel at your best, most confident self? Maybe incorporating these ideas into your everyday lives, not just on special occasions. If you know that you feel the best when you're dancing, well, maybe dancing needs to happen for you every single day. So just tuning into that. uh, Celebration, socializing, gratitude, uh, laughing, playing, and just allowing yourself to be connected to that divine child within. The weekly ritual this week is coming to terms with that which doesn't serve you with the eyes of love. That's a pretty big mouthful. There are elements to all of us that don't serve us. You know, I have many traits personally, which are at various levels of healing and understanding, which I'm also watching evolve. Some of them are doing real good, and then occasionally there's one that's really stubborn and difficult for me to overcome in terms of my own beliefs about myself or fears that pop up. There are many steps to healing. Understanding there is something that needs changing is really just the tip of the iceberg. 
Nothing actually happens just because we've created understanding, except if we shift the behaviors following that understanding. And shifting the behaviors um, takes a lot more patience and understanding. This week's ritual is to come to terms with that which doesn't serve you with the eyes of love. That means using your reason and your logic to see where certain traits have come from. You know, have they come from, your, from society, from your parents, from your experiences? And then using your divine self to drum up a whole lot of compassion for those uncomfortable places, which is basically the opposite of, that, uh, of what we usually do, right? We go, God, I have all these shitty traits. I wish I was totally fucking different. Why am I so dumb? Why am I so bad? Why can't I figure this out? Why can't I get past this? What's wrong with me? This is the opposite of that. This is saying, wow, I can really see where these behaviors have come from. That part of me really needs my compassion, not my judgment. It needs me to go, wow, that's, that's tough. And the person who went through that, from their level of perspective, from their level of what spiritual tools they had, they had a hard time with that situation, that whatever it was. So, you know, we want to drum up a lot of com- compassion for ourselves this week. And I really recommend with this ritual, putting pen to paper and writing this out. So some of the questions you might ask yourself, what behaviors, relationships, beliefs, thoughts are not serving you? How have these very things helped you to grow? How have they been a good teacher in their own way? What would you like to replace those elements with instead? Write it all out, and if you'd like, burn the paper symbolically, giving it up to your higher self to work out the particulars, and you can put the ashes in nature somehow. Even a potted plant will do, symbolizing the planting of some new seeds. So again, With all three things this week, the theme, the tarot, and the ritual, it looks like gratitude is really the thing at the top of our list. How are even the elements that we don't like about ourselves serving us? How can we be grateful for the experiences that we have? How can we see with the eyes of compassion? So this week, we have no planets that are moving signs, but on Wednesday, the 29th, we have Mercury and Gemini square Neptune and Pisces. So squares happen when two planets are at odds with one another or when energies feel at cross purposes. It can be the kind of perfect alchemization that happens with opposites that attract. The tension between the two can create a whole new energy for us to work with, a new perception, a new way of doing things. So squares are seen as unfavorable to some, yet they're really what help us to break free of the patterns that cause us so much discontent. And you'll find with people who have a big purpose here on earth uh, of sharing spiritual information, they have a lot of squares in their chart. And that's because they're really uh, working through some karmic, some ancestral, and this lifetime uh, intensity that helps them to also fuel uh, the transformation that they're sharing with the collective. Because being a healer is really about healing yourself. And then as an extension of that, you have this deep compassion for other people and a purity of love that comes through uh, in a spiritual way. So Mercury, which is our communication, perception, technology, and thoughts, 
It rules Gemini and is currently right at home in this placement. This is great for activating our right brain hemisphere. Logic and reason uh, are some elements to this. And those are wonderful tools that help us to balance our emotional creative sides and to mentally get shit done. Neptune, on the other hand, is our unconscious, subconscious. It's our spirituality, our dreams, our nightmares, and a place where there's a lot of karmic energy that manifests. It is also in its home sign of Pisces. And if Mil- if Mercury in Gemini is science, Neptune in Pisces is intuition, right? Obviously, there's a lot that can be said about that. When do we allow science to lead? When do we listen to logic and check in with reality? And when do we need to trust in the divine within us, in our own creative power? When do we need to go with our gut? Those are, it's always the dichotomy, right? To know the answers personally for each of us, we need to be very present to truly knowing ourselves, our motivations, and our needs. And that's also why this week's ritual is so helpful. So we might feel a pull around the state between these energies urging us to find mental balance. The shadow side of this energy could be overwhelm, anxiety, and mental agitation. Don't fall prey to illusory thinking. Catch yourself out if you are in denial. Pay attention to the repeat messages you've been getting, prompting you to make changes. Learn to decipher self-criticism, judgment, and victimization as elements of your conditioning, a.k.a brainwashing, and ego, not your intuition. The intuition gives us relief, peace, and a deep knowing that no matter what is going on around us, our soul and the integrity of our souls are always safe. You are safe. Things can feel very unclear on this day, and accidents might happen, so be very, very present and conscious in the way that you do everything. Slow down. Be very patient. The veil is always thin when Neptune is activated, meaning try to stay as awake and conscious as you can during the day. Weed and other psychedelic drugs can be wonderful ways to learn to see in more dimensions, but they also leave us vulnerable to unwanted energies if we're already in a fear-based state. Try to stay sober, clear, and in nourishing behaviors this week, and a lot of clarity can come through. So, friends, you know, I've been living in upstate New York since 2017, but full-time up here uh, since I gave up my Williamsburg, Brooklyn space of 10 years in January, and it's been wonderful for the restorative and expansive nature available to me here, but I really have been missing seeing my clients' faces and interacting with you in person in New York City. You know, living upstate has given me the opportunity to harness my psychic mediumship more fully and to grow in power and ability in terms of my energy healing work and intuitive accuracy. And I'm really shared to I'm really excited to share this system of support and healing with my clients again in person. Uh, I'll be conducting a series of in-person energy healing sessions in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, coming up June 6th to the 8th. This is the only in-person visit I have marked as of right now, but I'm hoping to add some August dates down the line. The available times and days for this visit are limited. Uh, Thursday, June 6th, Friday, June 7th, and Saturday, June 8th. You can reach out to me directly if you want to uh, see if I have something available for you in person. 
and uh, and I will try to fit you in and make it work. Um, I also have the June Woodland Retreat in Patterson, New York coming up. That's at the end of June, June 28th to June 30th. This is going to be a beautiful weekend in the woods. There's a pool for swimming. It's like gorgeous. It's a massive chalet. Um, you can also arrange for an additional night's stay. Um, if you, uh, want more than two days, really what we're going to be doing is eating clean meals, enjoying nature, guided meditation, sound healing, yoga, and spiritual community with a couple of, uh, class discussions that I'm going to go through with some tarot reading and just some fun activities. This retreat is really where participants can get time to themselves to write, to process, to decompress. I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, have a look in the show notes for information on this. Thank you so much to the patrons of the Energy Report and the New Story Podcast and my newsletter. If you like this uh, podcast or my newsletter, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to become a patron by donating any amount and share energy with me, exchange energy with me, you can do so uh, by visiting the Patreon link, which is also in the show notes. Okay, loves, I will speak to you next week. Mm-hmm.